It's on. All right, folks. It is Friday the 13th, March 13th, I mean, May 13th, 2022. And this is your Friday morning safety meeting. You know, uh, Friday 13th is always uh, associated with bad luck or something's going to go wrong. I don't know, man. Sun's shining. I'm feeling great. I've got Steve Field here to, to keep me from saying anything crazy. So I think we're going to have a great day. All right. We say what? That's right. That's right. No Freddy today. No Freddy today. So we do this Friday morning safety meeting every Friday. We, uh, we are broadcasting live right here in Springfield, Missouri. We also simulcast to our other terminals, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and uh, Salt Lake City, Utah. Breakfast is free at all three locations. So at all three locations, let's give our folks that's helping us out and serving us breakfast a round of applause. Never easy to feed a hundred of your 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 closest truck drivers free breakfast, is it? So they do a great job of taking care of us. So let's uh let's go east first and see who we got with us this morning. Who we got with us this morning in Piston. Reach, 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 reach. Good morning. I'm pretty sure you brought in some a cheerleading squad from uh Pittsburgh you know Township High School. Crowd, but man, they're loud, aren't they? They are energized and ready to go. I love it. How's everything going <laughs> in Pittsburgh? There's nothing like an energized truck driver, man. This this is awesome. That's right. That's right. You know, you got that table of three folks in front of you. They did not applaud one time. <laughs> I was like, man, look, it's too early for this. My breakfast uh, not know, ready yet. Today, a lot going on up here this week, and uh, across the street, they you got the building going up. We got two walls uh, up on the building across the street, and uh, a lot going on, moving and shaking. Well, that's great. You know, it's always great to see folks in a good mood. Ricky, you're on vacation now. You're back, so it's great to have you back. You know, we had Lisa down here for a few days, so we got to say hi to her. So now she's back home, got you guys all taken care of. Anything else going on in Pittston? Uh, You know, great class this week. You know, I, I'm not sure what the numbers were, but, uh, you know, we had a great class. Uh, pads going strong. You know, it's, it's, it's a good week. Excellent, excellent. So, as always, if you guys have any questions, comments, or concerns, don't hesitate to jump on the microphone. Hey, we appreciate you guys. All right, thank you. Let's go uh, out west, Salt Lake City. We got Troy this morning. Salt Lake City, Salt Lake City, Salt Lake City, Salt Lake City, Salt Lake City. Good morning, Salt Lake City. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about right here. What they Good morning. The coffee in Salt Lake City. <laughs> <laughs> we are awake and ready in Salt Lake, man. I tell you what. <laughs> Pumped up and ready to go as usual. Troy, good morning. How you guys doing? We're fantastic. We got a good crowd, a whole bunch of drivers here. We got a bunch of uh, PST students. We're, we got a bunch of old people. We're doing good. <laughs> I'm sorry. Experienced drivers. Experienced drivers. That's what I meant. <laughs> you know, 
before before the meeting, you know, me and Field always talk about, hey, what could what could possibly go wrong? You know, we got <laughs> you got Troy calling people old. I mean, hey, no, it's, it's a good thing your your HR person is actually here in Springfield, so you're good to go yes. for at least for a couple of days. Yeah, I don't have to see here for a minute. <laughs> so it's you great. Know, not speaking of old, but speaking of folks that have been here for a while, I see you got some familiar guests right there in front of you. We do. We have some. We have some truck driver champions and former champions sitting right here in Salt Lake City. That's right. That's right. Good morning, everybody. This is Roy Rummo. Here, Buddy Gray. Morning, everybody. Now, Buddy Gray just won the the uh, championship um, in 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 tryouts in Springfield, Missouri. Yeah, yeah. He's going to be. He's going to be helping leading our team. Our buddy Dave White, who's on vacation today, is going to be uh, cheering those guys on in Branson here in a couple weeks. So, you know, make sure you get you get Buddy fed pretty good so he can bring us home a championship. Yeah, we're making sure we take care of him in Salt Lake. He says he wants to stay here for a while. I don't, I don't understand what that means, but he, he likes Salt Lake better than, Pitts, a bit better than Missouri, I think. Hey, that's your problem. All right. <laughs> Anything else new and interesting going on in Salt Lake City? No, just a lot of people coming through, just, uh, you know, consistent. And, uh, you know, if we're rolling 100% out here now, if you need anything, come see us. Absolutely. Hey, man, we appreciate you as always. If you have any, ever have any questions, comments, or concerns, don't hesitate to jump on the microphone. Will do. Thank you very much. All right. Back Thank to you. where it all started. Springfield, Missouri. How you guys doing this morning? You know, there's no place like home. And, you know, one thing you'll you'll see on a Friday morning here in Springfield, Missouri, and as you can see, as well as at other terminals, we're happy to be here. You know, uh, this is this is work. This is our job. But, you know, I woke up this morning, uh, you know, could have took a vacation day, could have done a number of different things, but I, I woke up with a purpose this morning. I wanted to come to work. I wanted to be here with you guys. I, I like it here. I'm glad you're here. So our new folks, you know, you, you'll see a, a different spirit amongst Prime Associates at every single terminal. We're not perfect by any means, but this is an excellent company to work for. I've worked here for over 20 years now, even though I'm just like 27 years old, you know, but and this is an excellent place to be. So all our new folks, all of our locations, if you would, stand and give us an opportunity to welcome you to the family. Stand up. Stand up. There you go. Come on. There you go. Thank you guys for being here. We, you guys did a lot of homework on, on trucking companies. Maybe you can watch this meeting here from previous weeks. You uh done a lot of YouTube searching, looking at the influencers on what they're saying about, you know, the different trucking companies uh, and vice versa. We did a lot of homework on you. We we got a, a pretty high standard when it comes to, to hiring new drivers and bringing folks into our PSD program. So thank you so much for choosing us. And we're going to do everything we can to to make sure that you reach your goals and then have a great experience here at Prime. So, you know, I'm not doing this meeting alone. We've got somebody here with me. This is Steve Field. He's our director of safety. Good morning, Field. Morning, Dennis. How are you? I'm doing great. I think Dennis got us off to a good start, and certainly with the right attitude. Uh, now, I always enjoy working with Dennis. As, as he said, he's been here over 20 years, and you know, I've had the privilege of work with him in safety now for the last 
five? There you go. All right. <laughs> Last five years. And, you know, Dennis has got an operations background. He dispatched. So he's kind of our go-to guy in safety. If we're not sure, you know, you know, we're, we're looking at safety issues. We're looking at operational issues. Dennis is a good uh, uh, barometer for us there to tell us what's going on. So we certainly appreciate having Dennis in the in the department as we appreciate all our folks here. And as uh, Dennis said, we do like to have fun here. You'll always see that, that that we like to make fun of ourselves. We're, I think we're pretty good at that. Uh, you really need a sense of humor to be able to work here. But but trucking is serious business. It's very serious. It can be a dangerous business. We, we see that each week. We're going to give you the best training that is humanly possible out there for our new folks. We're going to give you the best equipment that's available. We're going to constantly monitor monitor you, not to not to be a big brother, but to coach you, to help you with issues out there. Because trucking has a lot of challenges out there. It's not just holding a steering wheel. That's not what trucking is about. It's about being a professional out there and truly the the, the nights of the highway. And we saw that during COVID that the American public has slowly started to realize what the American trucker does for this country. This country would not be what it is without truckers out there. And I'm always proud to be associated with truckers. I'm extremely proud of what you do out there, but it's important that we do it safely. Nothing is more important than being safe out there because we want to make sure each of you come home to your family when it's time to go home. And just as important, we want to make sure the motoring public gets home to their family too. We have an obligation to them as professionals to be as safe as we can out there and make sure that we're not doing any harm to people. The majority of the accidents that we're involved in are caused by other people. And you know that doesn't make the accident any less severe, any less traumatic, but for the, for the most part, I think as an industry, truckers do a great job out there. I know the prime drivers do. I've been associated with you for a long time. So just want to let you know we're proud of you for our new folks. As Dennis said, we've, we've researched you. We know who you are. We believe we do. And we're going to give you a great opportunity here at Prime. Uh, you know, we're not just blowing smoke. As, as our owner says, all these facilities, they weren't built with smoke and mirrors. They were built from the hard work of all our associates, our drivers, our in-house people working collectively, working together to make this the best trucking company in America. So for you new folks, you've got a great opportunity. It's going to be hard. It's going to be real hard. Uh, there's a lot that goes into driving a truck, and we've got a couple departments here to kind of talk about how we support you in different areas. You've got a whole support team here at Prime, but to kind of swing it back to safety, at the end of the day, I'm not in that truck with you. Dennis isn't in the truck. Your fleet manager's not in there with you. It's up to you, and we're counting on you to be professional and be safe out there, and, and I know you can do it. I want to welcome you here. We've got a good number of speakers today, so I'll I'll shut up here, but you know, I just I'm always proud to 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 be part of this industry and what you bring to us. So thanks for being here. Uh, we do it every Friday, and we hope to see you at some future safety meetings, at our holiday parties, at our picnic, our truck driving championships, our highway diamonds, our million mile dinners. We have a lot of fun here. It's a great place to work. So welcome. Okay, that's all I got. Awesome, awesome. Everybody, give them a round of applause. <laughs> So we, we got a great meeting lined up for you. We're going to talk a little bit about safety, but you know, the theme for the day is going to be kind of to introduce to you guys some, some new folks that we haven't seen here in the safety meeting before, you know, we've got about, I think we're tracking about 9,000 drivers in our, in our, you know, in our, in our uh, fleet. 
However, there's still about 1,700 associates at all of our different locations that don't drive a truck. And we want to just give some folks the opportunity to, to present themselves and let you know some of these folks that are going to be a great resource to you and help make your business successful. You know, um, uh, so let's start off with safety. All right. You know, inspections this week. Uh, actually, the number was down a little bit this week. We're about 102 inspections. 73 clean and you know that's easy math for me that's 72 percent that was good clean inspection that is a phenomenal we give yourselves a round of applause you know our buddy dave white who's on vacation will tell you that the industry average is probably about 35 percent clean inspection so this week you guys but uh, did better than twice what the industry average is and in getting clean inspections and and just keep up that good work one of the Things we saw this week, you know, we saw a few seatbelt situations. So uh, especially our, our new folks, you might have, a, a you know, an irritation or something going on. So it, you might, in your mind, you might want to flip that belt under your, your, your left arm, but you still got it around your waist. That is a violation. So make sure that you've got that bright orange seatbelt strapped around you the right way. If you got a situation, we, they sell pads in the, in the company store or probably sell them at Walmart, too where you can just get something that'll make that situation a little bit more comfortable. The other one we saw a lot this week was speed, okay? Speed is a, a big issue here lately in the, in the trucking industry, but we got hit with a couple, you know, um, six to 10 overs on, on speed. So it's important that you guys are making sure, you know, we, we rarely talk about speed limits because we should really never even be, be going close to what the, speed limit is on on any interstate but you know that's a that's a big deal especially for our new folks and i'm looking at all our neon vests you know while you're in training you keep keep the speed down just keep it down until you get a little bit more comfortable you know we got some million mile folks multiple million mile folks out there and their their comfort level out on the road may be a little bit better than yours is right now but uh, right now let's keep the speed down so um also coming up next week, you know, the CVSA road check is going to be Monday through Thursday. The emphasis this year is going to be on wheel ends. And we'll have Jared Hall from our, our road assist department is going to speak a little bit about that. So, you know, like I said, we got a great meeting coming up. So let's keep it on rolling, you know, as we go ahead. Yeah, I want to add something on the road check, if I may. You know, a couple of things on the road check. You know, I hear it every year that, you know, a lot of truckers pick that week to take the week off. I think it's a good week to be uh, be out there trucking. You know, there'll probably be more of a demand than there already is out there next week as people need their freight moved. We know our equipment's good. We know our drivers are good. Don't don't be don't be afraid of being inspected out there, but make sure that you've done your due diligence, that you've done your pre-trip, that you make sure that uh, you've got your your license with you, you've got a copy of your your physical card with you. You're working your electronic logs properly. So let's make uh, next week a good week with road check. And I do want to mention a couple of things on the logs, just because we're not going to have a speaker from the log department here today. So just, you know, a couple of things that I think will make next week go a little bit smoother for you. Please make sure you certify your logs. That's your electronic signature on the logs. That's become a big issue for the inspectors to look for. It's low hanging fruit for them if you haven't certified your logs. Make sure you've got your load information entered in there. We do some great work with technology 
probably 99.9% .9 of the time it's automatically entered in there for you. But just take a second to make sure your load number's in there, your trailer number's in there. And if it's not, go ahead and enter it manually. Make sure you've got your paper logbook with you. That's also low hanging fruit for the inspectors. Make sure you've got that in the event the electronic logs go down. Make sure you log that inspection is on duty time. That's a that's uh, the oldest trick in the book for the officer. He does the whole inspection for you. Everything's great. He's got no violations. And he goes, the last check is, let's look at your logs and make sure you were logging this on duty. And if you were off duty at the time, he probably won't write you a ticket, but he'll put it up and, you know, that'll cost you a clean inspection. And finally, personal conveyance. You know, it's always a challenge out there. If you're not sure, get with your log auditor. We have logs covered 24 hours a day, seven days a week. If you got something that's a little shaky out there, get with logs and let's get it cleaned up before next week rolls around. So I think road check is a good opportunity for us. We're gonna be out there. You're gonna be out there. It's just plan to be inspected and the week will be good for you. That's all, all right. I got. Speaking of road check, let's go ahead and get Jared Hall up here. Bring Come on up, up Jared. You know, and this is Jared's first time at the Friday morning meeting, so let's give him a big round of applause. So, believe it or not, it's not always easy to come up here and give these presentations. It's not as easy as Steve Field makes it look, you know. So, whenever we get a neophyte up here that's just their first time, we try to stay with them and kind of make sure we got them through and make it a little bit easier on them. But let me tell you a little bit about Jared before before he gets into what he has to say. You know, I don't know if I should say this, but, you know, I kind of play favorites, you know, when it comes to associates. I, you know, if I, if I have an issue, you know, everybody in our road assist department is great. But there's some people you go to, you know, they're going to answer, you know, they have the answer, you know, they're going to be helpful. And if they don't have the answer, they're going to get back with you to make sure it happened. And Jared Hall is one of those folks. You know, we always talk about, you know, the tens, you know, on a scale of, of one to ten, you know, our, our associates. Prime, we want tens, and you know this is a ten. Jared Hall is one of the the best associates we have here. You're not going to hear his name a lot. He he's not in for the the flash or anything like that. He's 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 here, and he just gets the job done. I tell you, even what tell you this, he's not even supposed to be here today. He came in just to do this to be here with you guys. So let's give him a round of applause. All right, Jared. So tell us a little bit about yourself. How long you been at Prime? Well, I'm uh, working on my 15th, or I've been here over 15 years now. So I started out uh, installing APUs in the shop, and then I went to a tractor shop, and then been in road assist for the last uh, 12 years. So. And what did you do before you came to Prime? Um, actually, I finished sheetrock. I got my degree from Missouri State and was finishing sheetrock to do that. And then I started coming here and wanted to get into trucking and rest history. All right. Awesome. <laughs> so, you know, kind of take us through, you know, the, a lot of these folks are new here, right here in Springfield, as well as our, our other terminals. Take us through what the relationship is like between the, the driver and their road assist advisor. You know, they'll meet their, their fleet manager and spend a ton of time with the, with the fleet manager. You know, we're going to drag Ardra from payroll up here here shortly. But, you know, tell us about the relationship with the road assist advisor and the driver. Sure. Um, I think the relationship between, you know, the road assist and the driver is almost as important as the fleet manager, you know, because you deal with the same folks. So you'll have the same you'll be talking to the same people. Even at night, you'll be talking to the same same group of people. So when you have an issue, you know, you know, where your go to. So it's important to stay in contact with us. Um, the app is a great thing. You know, we love pictures and 
messages to road assist, you know, macro 21 to get a hold of us or phone or email, you know, and so we want to be involved in everything. We want to know what's going on. So, you know, Steve talked about, you know, my background, I spent a lot of time as a fleet manager and, you know, uh, the fleet manager role, we want our drivers basically to go through their fleet manager, use them as a conduit for everything. But here was my Achilles crutch. Man, I couldn't tell you jack about maintenance, you know. So um, kind of you know, from a truck driver standpoint, what if we've got one of these these new drivers here that kind of like me, you know, they got two left thumbs. They don't know anything about maintenance. They can't turn a wrench. Kind of got us through how you would help somebody like that. Um, you know, it good. What was that again? I'm sorry. It's, it's all right. You know, for, for those that don't have a maintenance background, you know, kind of talk us through what you would do, you know, even just changing a light bulb or, you know, coaching them through a pre-trip if they discover something that's not, you know, what it's supposed to be, okay. even just a tire situation. Yeah. Okay. Also, um, if you do happen to have an incident on the road and, you know, you never broke down and you need to get a hold of us, I mentioned pictures earlier before. I mean, that is key because really – you can talk about it on the phone, but those pictures are really worth it because a description isn't always what we need. You know, we need to see what's going on so we can help you out. But we can definitely help you out with any any maintenance situation. You know, sometimes we might ask you to, you know, try something yourself. But if there's anything that you don't feel comfortable doing, you know, or don't feel safe doing, we'll definitely hire, you know, a road service or, or whatever we need to to take care of you. But communication is definitely the key for sure. Now let's let's dip into your wheelhouse a little bit. So you know, unfortunately, we do have some accidents from time to time, you know, and and it's important that as as quick as information that we can get, the better. And you know, Jared is one of those folks that you know he has a relationship with this vast network of of uh, you know tow companies and service providers. Talk to us a little bit about what you do. You know, like you get that message from me. Hey, Jared. You know, we've been in an accident. Here's the location. And you always jump on it. I mean, literally immediately. Kind of take us through that process. Yeah. Um, so when we find ourselves in an unfortunate incident where we need a tow truck, um, unfortunately, all of them aren't created equal. There's some there's some really good tow vendors out there that will take care of us and, and do the job right. And then, unfortunately, there's some predatory ones that will get a hold of your truck and take it back to the tow yard and demand, you know, insane amounts of money for, you know, jobs that they just overcharging, you know, just gouging, you know, so communication is key. If you, if you are in an accident, you know, um, be sure and get a hold of safety and road assist. Like, you know, he says he gets a hold of me right away and we try to get, you know, the preferred tow companies out there that can take care of you, you know, and, and do, and do the job right and fair, you know? And so, and again, if, uh, if you're ever in that instance and law enforcement happens to be there and they ask, you know, tell them that we would like to hire our own tow company because, it works off of a rotation, but if they allow us to hire to hire the tow company, it's always a better deal for for the driver and prime both. All right. Does anybody have any questions for Jared? Road assist related. Oh, the tire gauge. <laughs> so what yeah. what is it that you what is it that he has over He's there? He's got a tire gauge. Over okay. There. So. Yeah. You, you've asked how to use it? Oh, I got you. So what, um, on the tire gauge, you push down until the, here, give me one. I'll, give me your thing and I'll show it to you. Yep. Thank you. Unwrap this here. Okay. So what you want to do is you want to 
push down on the Y till the this metal thing is all the way down, and then you want to stick it down into a major tread groove. So it'd be in the center, this four center treads of the tire, right in the center. And then when you push down on it, it'll give you a reading, and then up here are numbers, and you want to go by the 30 seconds. That's what uh, that's what the DOT is going to look for. All right. So anybody else have any questions for Jared before we let him go? All right. Before we let you go, give me a brand new drivers right here. Give them two quick tips that you're going to tell them. Um, keep up on your preventative maintenance. Um, you'll get messages on your Qualcomm when your PMs are due. That's probably one of the biggest things. Um, keep up on that maintenance because maintenance will keep breakdowns from happening down the road. So stay on top of that and then do an awesome pre-trip because when you catch things, before catch things before worse things happen because most when you got an oil leak it can go downstream and take out all kinds of stuff so catch it before it gets too far all right jared give, give him a round of applause thanks jared nice job all right if you don't mind hanging around after the meeting just kind of hang around jared will be hanging around if you have any questions that you, you want to ask him specifically so all right who we got next man it's a tough act to follow isn't it i'm telling you you know, I sat next to Road Assist for a long time, and I can tell you those guys are great. Get to know your advisor. Trust him or her. They'll do a great job for you. The next advisor we're going to talk about is really the reason you're here. If, if, if you have to give just one reason why you're at Prime, and we're going to be completely honest here, completely transparent, what's the real reason that you're at Prime? Money. Yeah, exactly. Of course we are. We need to take care of our families. We want to take care of our families as best we can. And money is important. So I'm going to ask Audra to come up. Audra Hill is in our payroll department. And just like you'll have a permanently assigned uh, road assist advisor and a permanently assigned log advisor, you'll also have a permanently assigned payroll advisor. And, you know, I've worked closely with payroll over the years. There's some some great people. And you know, I will tell you this, just this little tidbit here. We're very, very careful on who we hire here, not only for our driver associates, but for the office too, because all the office associates have a huge responsibility, and that is to make sure that we do our very best to support you out there, that we're always respectful, that we listen, that we do what we can to make your incredibly difficult job maybe just a little bit easier. And I can tell you firsthand, our payroll associates do that. They're a fantastic group there. And we're lucky to have Audra. I think it's going to be your first time too, right, Audra? It is. All right. Thank you. It's a good thing. Thank you. It's a good thing they gave me a microphone because you want to know how and when you get paid. And I want to tell you. So I've been here about three and a half years. Um, I've only worked in the payroll department. Uh, I've got about seven fleet managers, and I have anywhere between 700 and 800 drivers on a weekly basis. It's closer to 800. So we're very, very busy. Um, I wanted to let you know just a quick rundown of how payroll works, what you should be expecting in your week-to-week payroll runs and loads and things like that. So we run from Wednesday to Wednesday, basically to process your trips. So put this in your head. There will be a pop quiz. I've got two big things that you guys need to know. <laughs> um, we have payroll cutoff, which is Wednesdays at 1600. So Wednesdays at 4 p.m. 
Central Standard Time, so Springfield, Missouri time. That's what we're counting for our payroll cutoff. If you're in California, you're delivering a load at 3 p.m., you're getting nervous because you don't think you're going to make it, we still have time because it's going to be Missouri time. So payroll cutoff is Wednesdays at 4 p.m. The reason we have to have um, a cutoff is because actually all of your trips that you guys complete, you're going to scan in your paperwork to us and we look at every single trip. And um, we have to manually process that to pay because we want to make sure we're paying you correctly. So we have to have a cutoff to allow for that time for us to make sure we get everything in. And I think we're averaging about 21,000 trips a week which is a lot of paperwork. If you, every single bill that you scan into us, every single receipt, if you draw a happy face on a piece of paper and scan it to us, your payroll person is putting eyes on that documentation. <laughs> so please get your paperwork scanned. So we've got payroll cutoff is going to be Wednesdays. We're going to go ahead and process your trip. And then we process it through the night and then it goes to Thursday. And that is what we call our audit day. So we are doing a preliminary, kind of like a sneak peek of your payroll. So your payroll person is actually looking at every single page of every single driver's payroll. So um, I think we average about 2000 pages every Thursday. I looked yesterday and I looked at almost 2,500 pages. So we are there to support you to make sure your revenue is getting paid correctly, your miles are getting paid correctly. Um, we're really diligent in trying to get that um, out correctly. And then we say, okay, this is great. Thursday, we submit it at the end of day. Oh, something else on Thursdays um, we do for a lot of our drivers, that's kind of our day to do any specialty thing. If you're an independent contractor, you went home, you've got an emergency fund set up, and we can all talk about that. For you guys who are new, we can talk about that in depth later. But, you know, they might tell me, hey, I'm home, make sure you cover, you know, my truck payment out of my emergency fund. That kind of gives us our extra time to really be able to personalize your payroll to make sure... Um, we are doing exactly what you guys are wanting us to do for you. So we're definitely a team. You, you know, we are definitely a partnership. You guys are out, you know, hauling that freight, making that money. And we are here to support that, you know, to make sure that every penny that you have earned gets, gets in your pocket. So then we um, send that off on Thursday and Friday, the big day, you get paid. We are very happy. Um, we send that in. Your payroll is going to be finalized. You're going to get an email from us. You're going to get a settlement or a payroll email. It's going to show um, exactly what you got paid. You're going to open it and be very happy because we got it correct <laughs> this time. <laughs> and then um, that's submitted on Friday. So you've got two ways that you're going to get paid. You're going to get paid either direct deposit, which is what we set up for you, or you're going to get paid on your Calm Data card. So... Um, Direct deposit is actually probably being sent at this moment. We send it Friday mornings. So because of the way we send it, um, this has caused a lot of confusion. So I really wanted to make sure that you guys understood. Because of the way we send it, we send it as a direct wire. It does not show pending in your bank account. That's kind of a really important thing to tuck away 
but it doesn't mean that that money isn't being sent. So it's a direct wire. So it will post in your bank account at the end of day on Friday. So you open your payroll, you see, hey, I got paid. This is great. Where's my money? It's going to post at the end of day on Friday. Um, if you get paid on your comp data card, it's actually a manual card load that we do. So you get paid in the morning. So you do get paid a little bit quicker if you have it on your comp data card. Okay. Um, I just have a couple of more things I wanted to share. Uh, we did talk about payroll cutoff. Um, however, the mother bear me is going to come out just for a second. We do not want you to wait until payroll cutoff to scan in your trips. In order to be the most successful here, in order to allow you guys your time and us our time to do our part, please do not wait until Wednesday to scan in your trips. I tell every single one of my drivers, every single new driver and every single seasoned driver, make sure you get us that paperwork as soon as you can. Get in a really good habit now for you newbies. Hey, I'm done. We're going to scan in that paperwork. I even told my guys, they can go ahead and start scanning while you guys are at the receiver. So then you'll only have a couple of pages at the very end to scan in. So what that does is that just makes sure that you guys have plenty of time before we need to process payroll um, to get it to us. Sometimes, sometimes maybe you were in an area with bad cell service. And it came through the images, unfortunately, came through blurry. If you wait until Wednesday, you might not have the opportunity to rescan to us. Or sometimes maybe we're missing an unloading receipt that we want to pay that lumper back to you. If you wait, we might not have that opportunity. And the worst thing as a payroll person, and probably as you two, that I could think of is not being able to pay you for that hard work that you've done and not being able to pay you timely. So please, I think it's about out of that 21,000 trips that we get, about 33% right now is being scanned in on Wednesdays. And that is egregious. We are a team, so we cannot process your loads to pay until we have that paperwork. And believe me, every single one of us really wants to make sure you guys are paid. Um, another thing is, I know I talked a lot about like manual processes that we do. I do want to let you guys know, we get a lot of reports. It's kind of our safety net. So even though we have a lot of manual processes, we have a lot of reports. So we actually see if you are not scanning in your trips, we see that and we will friendly get with you and remind you, hey, we need this. We want to pay you. So um, I, I don't even know how many reports we have. We have so many. It's too many to count, I think. Um, so then the other thing I wanted to share is we um, love our driver feedback. We love our communication with our drivers. Like I said, we're a team. Um, you can find our contact information in the Prime app. Uh, we follow our dispatchers, like I think it was explained. Um, so I am associated with my dispatchers. So whoever my dispatcher's drivers are, I have for payroll. So you can actually find our personal information in your My Contacts, in your Prime app. Um, however, with that being said, you do not have to wait for just your payroll person. So like right now, I'm sure a couple of my drivers are calling me. There's always gonna be somebody ready and willing to help you, even if your payroll person maybe is helping somebody else at the moment. So you don't have to hang up and call back or anything like that. There will be somebody else to take care of you. Um, 
think that's about, I did want to introduce, <laughs> I did want to, I'm putting him on the spot. He didn't know I was going to do this. So this is Sean Riker. He is the director of our payroll department. He is very involved with our drivers. I just wanted to put a face to a name because he sends a lot of messages out. He um, is very knowledgeable and works very closely with Comdata. So he, he, along with us, really like that driver feedback. So in case you ever see a name pop up, that's, that's who it is. So do we have any questions? Do you need a breath or anything? <laughs> Should we catch that off? <laughs> I was ready. I, was, I knew this info. I knew Give it up for Audra right here. <laughs> do you have any questions? We'll find out. That was, that was amazing. Woo. We did it. We you know, did it. I, I love your enthusiasm, and it really comes through. And, you know, you did say one thing, and that is, please don't wait till Wednesday to scan the trips. And that's always been a pet peeve with us. But what if there are there one or two other things that a driver can do to, to, to make sure they're going to get paid accurately and timely or, or common mistakes that you see? Yes. Um, great question. So my biggest one is scanning your trips. The sooner we get it, the sooner we can either see a mistake or maybe if we need additional work or anything like that. But also unloading. I see this a lot. Um, please make sure you enter your unloading correctly in your depart call because we have some customers that are a little bit stickier about you know, having that information and the receipt scanned in. And that's where I unfortunately do see some drivers miss out on some money that we want to build a customer and we want to pay you back for. So please make sure you're diligent doing that. Perfect. Keith, go ahead. Keith has a question. Uh, a lot of our customers require the detention in and out times on the bills of lading in order for us to collect the detention. Do you see that problem also with the paperwork and, and remind the drivers that they have to put those times in and outs on the bills? Oh my goodness, yes. I actually tell, even if you don't think you're having detention, I've told all of my drivers repeatedly, get in the habit of putting your in and out times no matter what. Just get in the habit, just like you're going to get in the habit of getting us our paperwork timely, you're going to get in the habit of always putting your in and out times because honestly, and this has been awful, um, heartbreaking for me <laughs> to see this for a driver, but sometimes that driver didn't even know that they were owed detention. So they didn't put their in and out times on their stamp and then it was too late to be able to get that for them and we would have paid them that and we want to pay them that and the customer should pay them that because you guys were waiting. So just get in the habit of always doing that. Detention is a little bit of a process so it doesn't always get paid the very first week that you um, acquired it because we do have to, the sooner we get the paperwork, your detention stamp, the bills, we can actually send it to our detention department. They're going to go through their approval process. We have to get it approved by the customer. They get it back to us, say, yes, we're paying. And then we get it invoiced and then it pays. So, and that's detention, layover, check order not used, those kind of things. So you really want to be diligent in doing those things because we, like I said, we really want to make sure you get every penny. Absolutely. Any final questions for Audra? And Audra will hang around. Sean's over there with her. You know, I've known Sean since he started here at Primes. His only problem is he can't seem to hold a job. He's on his third different department that he's been managing. So maybe he can stick at payroll. But... He's staying with us. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Thanks, Audra. We appreciate you being here today.
you know, I, I hope, you know, both the, the enthusiasm of both Jared and Audra came through there. And, you know, I think that's kind of typical of the associates here at Prime that, you know, we're focused. We know what we need to do. And it's simple. We need to support you. We need to make sure you have the tools that you need to succeed out there. Sometimes you won't like our answers. Well, you know, you didn't get it in by cutoff. And, you know, there's little things that we can do from time to time. But, well, listen to what Audra said. Listen to what Jared said. It'll make your life a lot, lot smoother for you. We normally don't repeat speakers uh, from one week to the next, but we are this week. You ready, Sam? You know, there's just so much in the news right now about fuel, the cost of fuel. And, uh, you know, I saw in the news just yesterday something Sam talked about last week, potential East Coast shortages of diesel fuel. So we asked Sam to come back and really just reassure everyone with his cool, calm Canadian voice that everything's going to be okay. And it is. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter what the price of diesel is. And Sam will explain that and what he does as our as our fuel manager to make sure that the volatility of the diesel prices does not impact you negatively. Sam, good morning. Thank you very much, Steve. I promise you, fuel prices are going to be okay, but my golf game is not. And Bill Baining can confirm that he laid a beat down on me last night but <laughs> i just wanted to give you guys a quick update on kind of especially for the new folks you know fuel prices are insane right now i think 560 was the average national diesel price across across the country last week our price is definitely obviously lower than that because we we've uh, got great discount programs with all of the fuels fuel truck stops across the country but the thing that uh, i really wanted to emphasize is just our fuel surcharge program today, right? So if you're an independent contractor with Prime, we have a fuel surcharge program that protects you, and I'm going to say completely, from increases in fuel costs, right? So if you see the pump price go from $3 to $7 a gallon, you as an independent contractor are completely protected from that because of our fuel surcharge program. So our fuel surcharge program, essentially to kind of boil it down to a basic explanation, guarantees your fuel cost at an average of 99 cents per gallon if you're running seven miles per gallon or better in terms of your efficiency, right? So 99 cents a gallon is where we would guarantee your fuel cost at. So every single week, we have a fuel surcharge guarantee that we pay on every dispatch mile that basically reimburses your fuel cost back down to 99 cents. So you might be paying at the pump five bucks a gallon, but we are going to reimburse you through this fuel surcharge program, a, a certain amount of money that's going to get that fuel cost on your settlement down to 99 cents per gallon if you're running seven miles per gallon or better. So I, I wanna make sure that everybody understands that fuel, fuel could get tight, continue to get tighter, fuel prices could continue to go up more. It's not going to affect your profitability as an operator in a negative way, in fact, because of our fuel surcharge program and because the average prime operator is a very efficient operator, because of all of the investments we've made in fuel uh, technology, fuel efficiency technology like trailer skirts and wide base tires and you know brand new equipment, all these different things, our average operator does very well and significantly better when fuel prices are higher than when they're lower. One of the things that I've heard a lot this last week, uh, seen it on Facebook a few times, is operators saying, man, well, the fuel surcharge program should protect me, but Prime's really just messing around with my line haul, right? And they're funding the fuel surcharge program with the 
with my line haul, right, that I should be getting 72% of and stuff. There, there is nothing that could be further from the truth. Uh, Steve Woodkey and our sales folks have done a great job over the years of building fuel surcharge programs with our customers that ensure that the customer is the one funding the fuel surcharge program, not you as an operator, not Prime, not you as an operator. So the fuel surcharge program is funded by the customer. As the price of fuel goes up, the customer pays more fuel surcharge to Prime, and we pass that fuel surcharge along to you. That's the way it works. I promise you I can walk you through the math. The data is there. Uh, this is not this is not something that we're we're just pitching and isn't reality behind the scenes. So trust the process. I promise you it works. We have a lot of operators that have done really well uh, with it. So Steve, it looks like you want to make yeah comment. yeah I, I do Sam and thanks for plugging our customers for supporting us with the fuel surcharge program. Um, how about how many gallons a week do we purchase? We buy about 10 million gallons a month, so 2.5 million a week. You all got that number, 2.5 million. You think we can't buy fuel at the right price? I mean, Sam really does a great job negotiating with these fuel stops. I'm telling you, everybody out there that's on the prime team, the last thing you need to worry about in, in this industry is the price of fuel if you're working with prime. You're protected. You're insulated. Trust what Sam is saying. He's right down to the word correct, you will be just fine. What you need to do is improve your fuel mileage to make a little bit more money. Maybe you're getting seven and a half, go for eight and a half or nine, and then go to the bank with it, would you? Because that's what's gonna happen. All right, thanks Sam, appreciate it. Yeah, no, thank you very much, Steve. Fuel efficiency matters, it matters all the time, but it matters exponentially in the times that we're in today. So if there's anything that we can do to help make you more successful. If you'd like a better explanation of some of these concepts and stuff, reach out to me, reach out to the fuel desk, reach out to your fleet manager. We'd love to help. Otherwise, that's all I got, Steve. Just real brief, Sam, could you talk about the East Coast this weekend? Yeah. I did see that. Yeah, the East Coast continues to be extremely tight on fuel. You're seeing a lot of uh, fuel that would traditionally be pulled off pipelines in different parts of the country that's being bypassed. You can't pull fuel. It's creating trickle-down effect because fuel that you might pull off the pipeline in Springfield, Missouri is going further up the pipeline so that they can get it out to the East Coast. So obviously we're Americans, we'll figure out a way to get this thing done, but it is creating some some challenges definitely in the supply chain. Loves has had some intermittent outages at their stations on the East Coast. Pilot, TA Petra are, are, are hanging in there pretty well right now, getting fuel supply out there. Really, I I think it's kind of kind of neat because we all in the trucking world owe a debt of gratitude to fellow truckers that are hauling this fuel to these locations. It's amazing when you look at how far uh, some of this fuel is having to get moved to get to the East Coast where these shortages are. Um, if you see somebody offloading fuel at a pilot or a loves one of the drivers, please thank them. Uh, these folks are really working hard to make sure that the diesel is there at the retail locations so that we can keep our operation moving, which obviously keeps the country moving. But it should, I mean, it's gonna take probably a couple months to get some of this supply shortage on the East Coast worked out, but uh, there's a lot of people working hard to make it happen. All right, super. Thank you, Sam. Thank you. Always good to hear from you.
you know, we've talked about safety. We've talked about getting you paid. We've talked about keeping your equipment running smooth. But there's also one more thing we need to talk about. And sometimes we don't do the best job of it. This month happens to be Mental Health Awareness Month. You ready, Matt? Come on up. I'm going to ask Matt Hancock to come up. Matt oversees our driver health and wellness program, and, and he's in tune with the, with the challenges, the unique challenges that you face out there, being separated from your family, entering a new industry, being in an uh, industry that can be somewhat cyclic. Uh, so there's a lot to worry about out there. So Matt said, hey, I need some time today. So go ahead, Matt. This is important stuff. Yeah, I appreciate it, Steve. And you summed it up just the perfect way because there's so many factors and variables you guys face while you're out on the road. If you're a new driver, it could be just being away from your family for the first time or being in the trucking industry for the first time. Very stressful. You're learning a lot of new things. If you're a veteran, you've been here for a while. Life happens, right? You have things happen at home you can't control. You have things happen on the road with other crazy four-wheelers out there. And so all these things happen and they compound. And what can happen is maybe you have anxiety, maybe being isolated out there, you kind of distance yourself from others. And these things might not take effect overnight. It might take effect over several years in the industry, several months in the industry. It all is just different. And everything you do, we always harp about physical health, nutrition, health, all of that plays a role ultimately into your mental health. And there's a lot of red tape with insurance out there. And I know a lot of you might not have access to accessible insurance um, that pays for things like mental health resources or for, you know, getting the help you need for stuff like that. So one of the things we have in DHF on driverhealthandfitness.com is we have a program called Primed for Life. Now, that is a completely confidential program that you can do. And what you do is you just go on there and sign up. And we've partnered with Good Dads for that. And so we have licensed counselors that can help you out. And it avoids the insurance hurdles. It avoids those barriers you might face by going somewhere and them asking you to pay $200 for a session just for, you know, some help. So one of the things you do is you go onto our website. You just sign up for driver, you know, go driverhealthandfitness.com. And if you haven't been there, it's a brand new website and you'll find all the resources we have there. Mental health is part of that toolkit. We want to make sure that you guys have the access to the resources you need. So go to Primed for Life on there. And under that, you could sign up for your session um, and it'll just email the counselors for good dads and get the help you need for that. And it, like I said, it's a tool in the toolbox. You know, when it comes to mental health, it plays in the overall scope of things to talk about when it comes to your overall health in general. And it's not really talked about in the trucking industry. And that's the thing about it is we want to change that conversation. We want to bring it to light and give you the resources you need for things like that. And, you know, just really show just how bought in Prime is for this. Uh, you know, one of the things we want to offer, too, is Robert Lowe has decided to pay for the first session completely free. And so you go on there and instead of you paying for the first session, it's free because we want you to use the service and we want you to make it your own and talk to our counselors and get the help you need. And so you get on there, first session's free, and it's really a great resource for that. And, you know, being Mental Health Awareness Month, I wouldn't really be doing the due diligence of my position to advocate for your health if we didn't come up and talk about mental health. And so I want you to use that program, go on there, sign up. Um, and if you have any questions about it too, just hit us up at dhf at primeinc.com or we'll be, we'll be over here after the meeting as well. And so you can ask us any questions on that. Um, and then in general, our office is upstairs as well. So let us know if we can help you um, and definitely use that resource. Even if you're in-house, if you're company drivers, we do have an EAP program as well. Um, we have cards over here after the meeting. So if you guys have any questions about that, 
and you're on the company driver insurance or you're in-house on that insurance on for Anthem, then come over here and we can give you a card so you know you have a resource available. We definitely don't want you to go it alone. And so just know that we're here for you on that and we can answer any questions and get you signed up for that program after the meeting if you want to as well. So I appreciate it, guys. Super. Thank you, Matt. You know, we've had a lot of information to share today. We're not quite done yet. Uh, before I bring up our final three speakers today, uh, I would like to do a couple of things. One, it's always an honor for me to do this. If you served in the armed forces, would you stand so we could recognize you for your service to our country, please? Thank you all very much. Audra talked about the importance of getting your trips scanned in. I think it's 95% of our trips now are scanned in on the app over your smartphone. If you're having trouble with your smartphone, if you're having trouble with the app, if you see Brianne and Richard over here right after the meeting, they will help you with it. This app is incredible and it's important that it works for you. Okay, what I'm gonna do now, I'm gonna turn the mics over. I'm gonna ask Keith McCoy to come up because you all got a big award. Keith is our Director of Marketing, and Steve Wutke, our Vice President of Sales and Marketing. One of the really cool things about this job is, uh, is selling for you guys and working for you guys and the opportunity to go out and visit with customers face-to-face. -face. So this week, Steve and I had the, the privilege of uh, going down to Northwest Georgia to a little company called Shaw Industries to visit with them about, um, about the business and how we've been doing. And I cannot tell you how complimentary those folks folks were of you and what you do and how you do it. I mean, it was, I wish I could have filmed and recorded that meeting. You all would be really impressed at how um, pleased and happy they are with what you do. I mean, it was, it was over the top. Steve and I just sat there and listened uh, to them gushing about how good you guys are. So at the end of the meeting, uh, they said, before you leave, we've got a couple of things for you. So... Uh, this is um, a couple of Carrier of the Year awards we got for those guys. The interesting thing about Shaw is we swept these uh, awards two years in a row now. The first one is on their uh, their inbound transportation uh, as Carrier of the Year in the Class A. This is a business that comes out of Pennsylvania, out of Laredo, Texas, uh, some Georgia business, some Pennsylvania business. So that's the inbound piece of the business. And then they also awarded us Carrier of the Year on their outbound. And this is the business out of Cyprus, yeah, out of Savannah, this and out of Northwest Georgia. And so um, part of earning what you guys do to earn this is also the rewards that come with us. So starting yesterday, they awarded us a new piece of business out of Savannah, Georgia, going to Orlando, Florida on a dedicated lane. We're going to start it off at two a day. There's eventually 15 loads per day that are going to be available in that lane and with the performance on that. So... Thank you guys so very, very much for what you do and how you do it. Um, it is appreciated and it is recognized. Well done, Keith. Thank you. Yeah. Now, I, I just think in fairness to you all and those of you out on the road, you need to know that Keith and I didn't deliver one on time. Not one. We didn't handle any of that freight. You all did it all the time and did a great job and truly, truly appreciated by Shaw's. They could not say enough about what our driver base does and the volume that we handle. We're their largest carrier now uh, by uh, quite a lot, except for their private fleet. So uh, thank you all again. Uh, while I, 
Keith and I are in sales. Really, you all are our sales team, best sales team we, we've got in the country. Uh, just kicks everybody to second place, and uh, we're proud of that. You've heard a lot of people speak this morning. Uh, I hope you understand after listening that we have good people throughout our organization. Man, Sean, he, he's got a crew down there. Sean, you need to just step back and let the enthusiasm flow through payroll. I've never seen so many uh, exciting things said about payroll than that young lady, Audrey, did right there. So I hope you get it. We want to do the right things for you. We have these meetings every Friday. You know, we think we're, we're good in a lot of ways, but we got a long way to go to get as good as we want. And we think these meetings really help us do that. So uh, we thank you for listening. We thank you for your feedback. Feel free to give it. Uh, our, we've got thick skin. We've been doing this for a while. So uh, your suggestions will be listened to and uh, we appreciate it. I had an interesting uh, happening this past couple of weeks. I ran into one of our operators uh, a week or two ago, and um, she's running solo and kind of struggling. But but I think the story is worth talking about. <clears throat> she was really disappointed in our network, uh, felt like maybe her earnings were off, felt like things just weren't working quite the right way, and wanted to move to a different fleet manager. Now, let me tell you something about our fleet managers. They are all really, really good, really good. Now, just like us, they're not perfect. Sometimes you might get in a cycle and you might have a week or two that's off, but the worm will turn. You just have to trust the system, trust your fleet manager, which is exactly what I suggested to her. I said, you're gonna trade him for somebody else you don't know. You've already invested almost a year of your time with him. Let's just kind of keep working with it. You keep communicating with him. Those fleet managers, they're your lifeblood here in this business and and make yourself available for dispatch. So we went all through that. Now I get a message today from her that said after she'd been in the hole just a little bit, so they took a little of her paycheck, but I think she was like 2,800 to her this week. Uh, so, and she's already started a good week for next week. So just trust the system. If you get a little bit frustrated, talk to somebody, try to always work through your fleet manager and uh, if you don't feel like you're getting the right answer, move it up a little bit, okay? But uh, the answer is really simple. Take the freight, be available, be on time. Our highest calling is safety. So never forget, safety is our number one aspect in this company. This is a tough job for you new folks. I appreciate your enthusiasm. This could be a life-changing event for you getting into this trucking industry with our company. We will make you successful, help you be successful if you will just trust the system, all right? Again, we're not perfect. We've got a great freight network, the best customer base in the country. They support us. They give us volume. They give us capacity. They give us rates. They give us all the things that make your lives better, which by the way, in the payroll segment, we were talking about make sure you stamp your bills, what time you got in, what time you got out. That's your money. That's your money. Without you validating that, you miss it. And I think there's an excess of 20 grand a week in our fleet that's not being taken. So you've earned it, take it, follow the process, 
and get those bills in early. It helps our payroll people, okay? We're a great team here. Glad to have you with us. Uh, man, the enthusiasm, Robert, you missed it earlier. I think we had some cheerleaders out in Salt Lake City. I think they hired some high school cheerleaders. They were cheering like crazy. Um, even Pittston, even Pittston got excited today. So our group here, awesome. Thank you all. I'd like to introduce you to Robert Lowe, the owner of our company. who started this a few years ago. Um, he's still pretty young, too. Yeah. Hello. Am I? Yeah. Sometimes they turn me off. <laughs> I can't figure that out. <laughs> well, there's but a message there, good, you know. Good, good, good morning, wise guy. I've been here 39 years. I don't think going to make 40 the way he's behaving this morning, but he's been here a good while. Uh, good morning, everybody. Appreciate you very much. Good morning. Um, you know, I'll be brief. I want to thank you for being here. I want to thank you for what you do, sacrifices you make. Keep this company moving. Uh, Steve said it. We're not perfect, but we're we're working on being pretty good. You saw some examples of in-house folks. Uh, you know, Audra, South Second, what Steve was saying. You know, a lot of payroll people. You know, there are other companies I'm talking about. You know, they're down in the dumps. They're having a bad day. They're hangdogging around. You know what I mean? Well, our payroll people are enthused, and they are concerned about getting you paid getting you paid well and correctly. So, you know, I think it's a differentiator. Our folks, Sam, Sam Messick, my goodness, he, he is he is wicked smart. And, you know, with our volume, you know, of fuel, the fuel, the fuel companies, um, they're unarmed when he starts negotiating. They are unarmed. So we really make some good deals. And as has been mentioned, you know, if you think about how the fuel surcharge works and you get fuel efficient, you know, this isn't popular, so don't tell them in D.C. what we're talking about here. But every time it goes up, we have an opportunity to make a little bit more money. You know, we have an opportunity to make more money. I think our overall fuel cost in reefer division is like 15 cents a mile. I should admit this, but when I started back, you know, in the early 70s, my fuel cost was 20 cents a mile. And on top of that, fuel only cost 18 cents a gallon. You know, that's kind of crazy. Did you have that's a little really, bit of a heavy foot there, boss man? Were you like cruising I, I, with a, I running hot? It. I matched it. I don't advocate that anymore. Those days are behind me. I'd rather make a profit than give it to the fuel companies. So, you know, I know you're here to make some bank and we're, we're doing that. You're also here to be treated respectfully to be appreciative of what you do. We owe you that. That's a given, that's a baseline. That's table stakes right there. We respect you and I expect you to be treated that way. God bless each of you and please be safe out there. You get it all set up. You do a great job. I appreciate it.